Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chilling Nay Podcast, your premier VGC podcast. My name is Rachel, aka Conkadong VGC, and I'm joined by my co-hosts Tommy Hayden and Sableye VGC. What is up, guys? So, fun story for you guys: a size spam player, a two-two-two player, and a balance player all walk into a bar. I got no. I don't have a punchline. I don't. I don't have a punchline. <laughs> we got. We got to laugh that one out a little. <laughs> Welcome on in, everyone. Hopefully, everybody's doing well, though. And I'm a Screams I'm Annihilate player now this week. I'm claiming that as my identity now. Oh, no. Can I spam what? Oh, Can I spam who? <laughs> well, in that uh, in in that spirit, the we're going to talk about how the meta has been slowing down and that has been affecting Tommy's sleep time. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, first, let's... <laughs> Like, Let's start with uh, Dortmund. So first, uh, there was a regional that happened since we last talked. Um, congrats to Florian Temp for winning with um, pretty standard like Blood Moon Earth Luna yep. stuff. Um, something that we kind of thought was was dying down, and uh, Florian came back and proved proved all of us wrong. So that is super cool to see. And then we've just been having a lot of uh, limitless tours as always, and we have a uh, winner on. On our pod, uh, Sableye, congrats Two. for winning Two winners. last night. Two winners on the pod. Two winners, but that was one of the Two winners and one host <laughs> oh, walking to a podcast Two. room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to kind of open this up. What do you guys let's, – let's take it where we, uh, wherever we want. But, Tommy, I know that you were you were dying to talk about – Yeah, I want to start – yeah, I want to start with the, the Tommy's tours have been getting bigger, and I was like, maybe that's why they're taking longer. And then I'm realizing, no, the rounds are taking longer because the meta is slowing down and people are mm -hmm. figuring out, like, how to slow down the hyper offense that is the Chiyu Flutters, that is the Torn Urshifu. What, where's Urshifu Rapid Strike? Fraud. Um, <laughs> like, there's so yep. many different instant Amoongus mirrors that are taking forever. People are putting each other to sleep. The Ting Lukomo OP2 team is taking, uh, yep. a, a, wreaking havoc even when the reggie steals were popular mm -hmm. they wouldn't take as long most of the time i'm using screens annihilate now and screens is becoming more popular you see less of that hyper offensive like what i call punch you in your face pokemon and you're seeing more of the slow down like and it's it's really cool to see the balance berries having their time to shine and i love this right before the gc i want the meta to slow down before the gc so, you, like, we could get into that later, but it's really cool in closed team sheets to try to farm balance teams like that. Like, if you know the standard balance teams are becoming popular at this time, it's really interesting to see where this goes. And, like, with this lack of events coming on right now, it's really yeah. also interesting to see how long do these slow-down balance teams take shape and take over the meta. How long is this going to last? I don't know. I I'm going to be up forever. Hopefully forever. Awesome Hopefully. As a balance player, I'm loving it. I, I'm having a grand old time right now. Um, I'm having a grand Dude, old time in the metagame right now. That's all well, I'm even saying. Even the Gouging Fire King Gambit for. That's a slow, drawn out where it's like you set up before you get the KOs. See? And you used it very well. But it's like not the fastest no. archetype ever. You know? And then, again, the instant Amoongus mirror matches were taking forever. Like that, yeah, it was just instant Amoongus, damage mitigation, sleep turns, yep. this, that, the other thing. It's really interesting to see. And I didn't realize when I started hosting tournaments, 
how much I'd be able to track the meta like that. And um, yeah, it's it's just very interesting from my perspective. I was telling these guys before, and I wanted to go on that rant because ranting is part of the show. No, we're gonna do timestamps and try again. Um, what's it called? Try to segment the show too. But uh, yeah, let me kick it to you guys and stop the rant. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I love that. I'm, I I really want to talk about gouging fire, or in this case, yes, secondly yes, fire. Yes, yes, yes. In this case, secondly fire, because like. It seems to keep getting second place at regionals. We had Luca get second place at Charlotte. We had uh, James get second oh, place at Knoxville. What? Nick at Dortmund. It was, it was Nick Connolly got yeah. Right, yeah, sorry. Luca's top four at Charlotte. That's right. My, my bad. My yeah. bad. I was hyping it up too yeah. much. Either way, second place at Knoxville. <laughs> second place in Dortmund as well. Dortmund. I mean, regardless... Is it ever gonna win a regional? Is the question. I don't. I mean, know. it's interesting because it's like, like you said, like the meta's been slowing down, and gouging fire has been a big part of that. Where it's like, okay, it's gonna do that breaking swipe bam, right? Really reduce that damage. Um, but also, and then obviously we have Incineroar is back, and I think everyone realized again how good Incineroar was, and like we had these regionals get the concentrate at the very start of the like format mm -hmm. where we had. Portland, right, the first weekend, then two weeks later, Charlotte, then two weeks later, Knoxville, right? And, like, obviously, we had Liverpool and Dortmund and stuff like that, right? And we didn't really have any breaks, and now that we have, like, this extended break, people are really starting to figure out, okay, like, in the last few regionals, people started to figure out, and now we're really, okay, like, everyone, like, we've gotten to the point where we used to be a 2-2-2 two, two, two player, a side sand player, and a balance player, and now we've got three balance players, pretty much. <laughs> I, I, I play, like, bulky offense you know we got tommy out here playing with screens annihilate and then you know obviously ryan ryan doing own thing so um has definitely slowed down and i think like that's kind of what happens when we get later into a format and when people have yes. that more time just yep. like slow down and like let me take a beat let me think about like how to actually approach this versus like i need to build a quick team for the next regional you know and like try to make a aggressive call like blood moon like stuff like that yeah. right agreed um so i think like We've gotten to that point now where people have that time, and I think we're going to see that in Vancouver um, at UIC and like the remaining Reg Reg F. Reg F. Yeah, Reg F Regional. Yeah, so I had a lot of fun I, watching Dortmund too. Well. Yeah. Did you guys like watch Dortmund? Like, I liked Dortmund as a viewer. Like the viewer experience, I thought the battles were good. I, I was at a PC getting top four for no points, so uh, no, I did not watch Dortmund. Dude, I am. Not have the PC success that you have. Top four is no points. You know what? I'm rooting for you to get points. I'm rooting for you to get invite right away. But at the same time, we're still tied at points. And you know, if I can, I'm trying to beat you to the invite. So we'll see. Oh, we got a challenge. He issued the challenge. He doesn't know I have an MSS this weekend. Yes. So do I. So do I. Uh oh. Uh-oh! So we'll we'll Wait, see. we gotta turn this into a friendly challenge. What's your point total right now? Uh, 361. Both at 361. Yep, 361. So the race to 139. 29, no. 29, no. 39, 29. No, 39. Math. Yeah, the race to 139. Yep. So, I, I mean... That might be the title of this But uh, I have UIC, so hoping I can just... Get, a, get it there. Just get it there. there. That's fine. Yeah, you know, you get beat me. There. You have a UIC. Get it there, 
<laughs> you have EUIC. You're getting your invite before me. I can get uh, a couple of MSSs here and there and then get the UIC points. Yeah, that you'll be fine. Be. That should be good. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. You'll be good. But... What's your MSS point totals? Uh, I have two open slots for MSSs still. I think I have three still. My schedule is like limited, so I'm only going to like two more MSSs in the near future, like yeah. in the next few months. So It's fine. We're, we're we'll both see. on pace. I'm not too concerned, but it'll, it'll be fun yeah, to yeah, see yeah. which one of us can uh, get it first. But back on track Mr. right now. Well, I, I haven't even said what I wanted <laughs> to say about this gouging fire team yet. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear it. Let's hear it. Go, no. go, go. Long story short, the gouging fire team. We are starting to see, in my opinion, the four that are correct. That should always be there on this Gouging Fire variant. And that is Ogre Pond Water, Gouging Fire, Fluttermane, King Gambit. In my opinion, those are the four. We are seeing that. We've seen Joe UX9 success with Shen Pao Amoongus close it off. I've been using Shen Pao Amoongus to close it off as well. That is very strong, obviously. Uh, Luca Tregut's been using Shen Pao Rillaboom for a little bit. Uh, James has been has been using Lando Rillaboom, right? We are starting to see, though, that main core four. And that's the core four. That If you're saying, I am prepping for a gouging team, you are prepping that's for that core weird. four. That is a Terra... Sorry, not a Terra. That is a Firewater Grass core and a Fairy Dragon Steel core in four Pokemon. I don't know what more you can ask for. Yeah, that's actually pretty crazy. Right? Oh. That's actually what like I, I like that. that that dawned on me today and I'm like, huh. Yeah. Huh. That's pretty yeah. Dude, I saw that in the comments of your YouTube video because yeah. I was watching that on the train. I watched that on the train ride home today. It, go shout out Ryan Save Live VGC on YouTube. Go watch his YouTube video about the gouging fire team. Go go more in depth on what he just said here. Which is really cool to see. Absolutely. It's just wild. I'm really looking to see if somebody can figure out, like, the correct two to close it off. Because everybody's just kind of yeah. bouncing back and forth, like, like these two close it out better versus this stuff, but it's worse versus this stuff. So I wonder if there is a correct there's two. There's no matchup glue. There's or if no there's going to have to. The thing is, I think there could be. I think it's breakable. I think if there is like a correct two. Or something random. You're like, I need a fast fairy resist that could has fake out. Or like something crazy random yeah. like that that could really There's gonna be some there is going to be something and somebody is going to find it. Whether it is running Lando I with a different move, maybe maybe having taunt over substitute, keeping substitute, right? Stuff like that, right? Like I don't know if it needs to be like a, a fundamental Pokemon change as much as it just might need to be like a, a move here or a terra type here sort of thing that just really eases some more matchups. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's like we're in this interesting point too where like there was all this volatility earlier like I was talking about and now we're going to see like I think from regional to regional or like major to major we're going to see like the meta calls and like the different teams that people are bringing are going to be slight shifts from what we've mm -hmm. seen versus like oh like okay we're going from Sky Spam like Iron Crown stuff to Blood Moon stuff to like it's kind of all over the place versus now I think we're going to like we're seeing a lot of teams like how good has Edu's team been consistently over the last few weeks Incredible. like right, everyone has been running that team like Edu ran it right to great success and a few other people i think in europe and then polar wins with it right like in a, a like a slight yeah. variation of it yep and like it's then it, it comes back in dortmund and still like it, it does super well like still does so well it's just like teams like and then the gouging fire stuff how long have we been seeing that okay like gouging fire became popular early and like 
it stuck around. Like, Gouging Fire hasn't gone anywhere. It's continued to do well. It's not something that, like, it's going away anytime soon. And I, but I think it's going to be, like, these now slight calls of, like, hey, you know what? I think this this comp is going to be a little bit more popular. Like, hey, this, like, niche move is going to be really, um, really good into, like, this stuff. So I think it's going to be, like, these slight calls we see that's going to be, like, the meta development we see versus more, like, man, like, this this gouging fire team just isn't in anymore like into the meta i don't think that we're going to get to that point because it's just so versatile so many tools the, i think like we have a few comps where it's like okay the gouging fire stuff is really good you know the torn ogre like torn water uh rain dance ogre pond water stuff like or that's, really that's super strong right i think like for the hyper offensive players like something like the kyle Livinghouse team right that's been like the go-to like hyper offense core and then and then there's going to be pure, pure people running, you know, your hard trick room, size spam stuff, your dozo stuff, whatever it is. But um, I think that stuff's, you know, obviously it's dying down, right? Like it's like yes. when it's hard, once like bounce really gets figured out, that kind of stuff becomes harder and harder to run, mm -hmm. right? So I think we're, we're, we're getting to that point where we're finally starting to see it's still, I think regulation F is still such a diverse meta Absolutely. in this terms of like, yes. I think normally when we have a centralized meta, it's like, there's like 10 mons that like, each team has like six of you know like for like the uh, like, like a 20. large majority of the balanced teams that are doing well i think we have a lot bigger pool of mons but like we're starting to see okay here's like maybe four or five teams that are like the common types of teams right like, yeah. like even blood moon teams right like they're not going anywhere like nope. they're still they're there yeah, like the two tinglu teams people are still running them and then they're still good right like if you could it's starting to be with the point of find your comfort and run something like that. And that just gives you tools into everything. Yeah. And as a team builder, this is where I like the meta to go though, because like, and it's like, Oh, if I run comfort and tweak it to know my matchups into these six or seven common archetypes, I could really take advantage of my matchups and I could really do something like take advantage of a lot of yep. the, you know, like, and that's how you get those good runs at tournaments with the medical that you're comfortable with that's not really a medical because you're comfortable with everybody is a secret balance player because that's exactly what balance looks for right balance looks to be reactive to what's going on in the meta and tommy just kind of said it perfectly right now that we know what the meta is what those six or seven teams are so to speak balance can just go ahead and say obviously you can do this with any variant right you can say oh hyper offense i just need to kill this thing or do that right but with balance, it's it's more so that's the entire point of the team is to say I'm gonna have an answer into these teams and I'm just gonna simply outplay them with my tools, right? And just having that option now, knowing what those six or seven, maybe in this case eight, I think there's probably eight maybe teams in this meta that you probably have to keep an eye on, right? And once you know that, if you can somehow find an answer that gives you lines into everything or the most of them or the moments that you're thinking uh, the teams that you think are coming out that regional or that event probably in a pretty good spot yep exactly exactly i like i'm curious on like in terms of like i feel like we always see like people test out a lot of their stuff in like the online tours and like on showdown and stuff like that before you see it in um regionals and stuff like that i'm curious if you saw anything kind of wacky or something cool and innovative in the tommy tour last night that was like okay that could be something that is like used more in the future or something like that um Sub -ogre I'm... Pond. what's that Sub -ogre Pond. 
I did play a sub ogre pawn. That was kind of heat. I don't know how meta defining it, it, it is. Eight it it top did top eight. eight. Yeah, wait. I played it in top eight. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. And I was like, wait, substitute terror uh, fire ogre pawn is like, because the team. Yes, I'll yes. send you guys a screenshot of the team. My friend yeah. Jerry, he and he's a regional winner too. He won Athens twenty thirteen, Athens twenty fifteen. I yeah. just sent it in the general yeah. in the podcast. You can uh, read out the six while you're uh, there, Tommy, so the uh, viewers can... But uh... King Gambit, Fluttermane, Specs Flutter, Glasses, Swords Dance, King Gambit, Choice Scarf, Urshifu Water, Safety Goggles, Terra Dragon, Incin, uh, Assault Vest, Snarl, Thunderclap, Thunderbolt, Dragon Pulse, Raging Bolt, and then Substitute, Terra Fire, Spiky Shield, Horn Leech, Ivy Cudgel, Ogre Pond. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa, okay... And I was talking to Jerry, and he was like, I love it. No, Sub Ogre Pond is real, man. I'm telling it, you. It was scary. And to, hear, and to hear a two-time regional winner, I don't care it's 2013 and 15. You walk into a tournament, you win like that. It's impressive as hell to me. So a two-time regional winner telling me that Sub Ogre Pond is real right now because the amount of damage and the amount of pressure you put on, I was you like, do. oh, that's something I got to listen to. And then, again, top eight in the tour. It was a 130-person tour. It wasn't, like, an easy tour to walk into in no, top eight. Exactly. That's why I was very impressed with Ryan winning, too. <laughs> but, like, you also, back on sub, back on sub Ogrepon here, not to get sidetracked, but it's one of those tools where you have it beside threatening pieces, right? Yeah. And beside those threatening pieces, you it's tough to really bully down, right? We see sub on Lando do really, really well. Because it's tough to bully down because, oh, you're going to get the fake out pressure up. You're going to go fake out sub or follow me sub, right? In this case with the Ogre Pond, though, it's if you're hitting the Ogre Pond to stop it from getting a sub up because it's a very fast substitute, right? So if I have to double the Ogre Pond to try and get rid of it, something else on that team is putting in immense amount of work that turn as I'm focusing down the Ogre Pond that's behind the sub, and that's horrifying. And if I don't do that and I don't stop the sub... Then I bully down the other thing. Then there's an ogre pawn hearth flame behind a substitute. What am I gonna do? <laughs> right. So it was actually a very very cool concept. So I do. Uh, I'm curious if that goes anywhere. But uh, a team that I've thought for a while, and I've tried to lab this out numerous times. I haven't been able to figure it out. But top four I actually got top four in uh, the tour last night, Tommy, and that is gouging fire Glamora. Dude, Glamour is a tough matchup for me. And here's my thing. Why I think Gouging Fire Glamora works is because Gouging Fire loves making people want to switch off the field because of Breaking Swipe, right? And then you get the... And if I can yeah, get my Glamora on lead, get the Toxic Spikes up, bring in Gouging Fire, and then start Breaking Swiping, all of a sudden, and maybe, honestly, maybe at this point you drop Howl, and you, sorry, you drop Howl and you run Snarl, you have Breaking Swipe Snarl, and you just get or the Toxic Spikes up, and you Breaking Swipe, you Snarl, and you say you're either going to stay on the field, do no damage, while I have just doing chip damage to you, maybe setting up with a piece that's a setup piece, right? If you want to cycle, you're going to get poisoned and then cycle back down. And if you don't want to cycle, you're just going to get cycled back down to Oblivion, and you're going to have to make that pick. So I'm curious to see if a team like that can actually function or hold up in the meta. I- I'd like to see that succeed. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't think the current Gouging Fire builds are correct for it. But I think there is yeah, potentially something there. That sounds really cool, actually. Right? Does yeah, it not sound that fun? Cool. <laughs> that sounds super cool, actually. I'm intrigued, for sure. That sounds cool. Um, Can I ask you guys why Lando and Lando I and Fluttermane 
I feel like when I'm doing terror types, it's impossible to cover for those two. Why haven't they done better in IRL tournaments and whatnot? Because they really do cover for a lot of different terror types and options on most Pokemon. You actually cannot cover both. Ground yeah. Ground Fairy is perfect offensive synergy. You will always be able to too. you will always be able to hit something for neutral or super effective. Yep. It's yep. disgusting. Why haven't they I, done like, better? I think like Well Fluttermane has done well like as a duo, I think they're both like do kind of they fill kind of similar roles in that the they're like a nuke special fair. attacker that's fast and can be fairly frail. Um but they also like have different enough coverage and like good enough synergy where obviously they can work together. Yeah. Um is in a weird spot because like Ogre Pond Water is the most common like one. Yeah, and so it's like outspeed. really good into raging bolt and stuff like that, but like obviously uh -oh. you're gonna get outsped and Ivy Cuddle. So I was gonna say that. that way, but I can see Ogre Pond Water. Ogre Pond Water was my yeah, big mine. one there. It kind of just does a lot of damage yeah. to both of them. They can't really... They, if you yeah. double into it, you actually don't get the KO. And that's the one piece in the metagame because of that special defense boost. And since that's sitting at 66% usage, that is holding it back. But if you're looking at Dortmund, since we are supposed to be talking about Dortmund right now, not that it really matters, yeah, but top 8, Victor yeah. Medina, Flutterland OI. Top 16, uh, Casty, Flutterland OI. So it, we're saying that Maybe that duo hasn't really done crazy. There was another one, Richard Hodge, top 16 as well, right? We're saying that maybe it just hasn't done that well, but it's been secretly doing well. It just hasn't been hitting that next level of the win yet, but it's been doing consistent. It's been doing consistent. It's a good duo, right? But obviously there are some flaws with it, but it's a very good duo. There's nothing wrong with the duo. I think I've been over-respecting it in team building recently though, which is interesting. Right, rightfully so though, I think. Like... It's something that if you respect, it shouldn't be too difficult because you'll have answers to it as long as you're getting turns right, you should be fine. As with anything, as long as you have a matchup into it and you can bring your turn pieces on the field at the right times, you're gaming for the most part. So you do have to respect it because if you don't respect it and you don't have a matchup into it, you are getting cooked. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, It is a scary duo, but I think it's one of those ones that's it's a duo that naturally when prepping for Fluttermane, you end up prepping for Lando as well. So it's a lot less likely for you to not have a matchup into it sort of thing. Does that make sense? You want a special defense tank. You right. Want you want to have like something with, like, with an assault vest or you want to have something with a snarl or a special defense boost like the Ogre Pond gets, right? So even by slapping just one of those on, right, all of a sudden you've prepped for both without even realizing you kind of prepped for both. I think like that's the crazy like, like, I think the crazy thing right now is that like, the the mon that's filling that role for everyone right now, not for everyone obviously, but like for a lot of teams right now, is AV Raging Bolt, which is like a pretty garbage matchup for like if you're facing down Fluttermane Landowai, yes. you know, and so it's like yes. okay, but that's right now that's everyone's Snarl Bot, their AV mon, but like because like we were saying, Ogre Pond Water really good into Landowai Fluttermane but really bad into Raging Bolt, like, extremely bad, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so, it's, we see next to those Lando I Flutter mains, like, we see Raging Bolt on every single one of those teams, because, I don't know if you guys watched Wolf stream at all recent, like, uh, the, like, where he's streaming that Executor tur uh, tournament, <laughs> but, like, he was running Sun, um, with Magnet, like, 
uh, Raging Bolt with like I think it was yeah Magna Raging Bolt Terra Electric <clears throat> with Proto Boost one mm-hmm. time, and that thing was just one shotting everything, and like he didn't care about any like end games with Ogre Pond Water obviously because you're in Sun and it's like you have Raging Bolt so it's not taking damage. It's just like it's such a good and he was talking about like how it's just such a good like you know when you have that mon you're going to be able to get to a 1v1 situation with like a two-thirds of teams that have ogre pond water yeah. and just win and so it's like it's interesting because you want that ogre pond or you want that raging bolt to be something that can be that your snarl or whatever and that av mon but it's also kind of bad into those two mons that like we we're just talking about that can be like those huge nukes mm-hmm. yeah but um i any other like thoughts on like the meta and stuff before i kind of move on to the next thing i do have a question yeah let me look back. i do yeah, have a question real quick it's not necessarily about dortmund specifically but it's about this composition and does landers therian have a place right now I- i'm curious on your so. thoughts i'm genuinely curious on thoughts from you guys because obviously it's been nowhere but yeah. If we're talking, and since we kind of talked about, we kind of brought it up with Fluttermane, Lando, I, and we kind of talked about, oh, if you prep for one, you're prepping for both. All of a sudden, now you have the Intimidate beside your Fluttermane. You have the physical ground coverage beside Fluttermane. That is a little, is that a little bit more consistent of a duo if it's time for Lando Therian to come back into the metagame? So we saw two Lando, we saw five total Lando Therians out of 137 players in the tour last night on the Tuesday tour. Yeah. And only two of them were paired with Fluttermane. And they had a combined three and five record. The ones without Fluttermane had a combined eight and five record. Huh. So it's, yeah, that's interesting to look at. I, I don't know, Dortmund, I don't see any Lando T's. Yeah, I don't see one either. Top 256. Oh, wait, no, Is it really not in... top 256? There's two in top 256. There is two in top 256. That's not great, yeah. guys. <laughs> that is not great. No, what but I'm just saying. I wonder because... Yeah. I, I think it, like... I think it's it was a bit shot. underplayed. It actually entered my builder recently, and I was testing out, like... Because I was, like, looking, I was, like, Torn Lando just seems, like, mm-hmm. fun to just, like, Tailwind Earthquake, and, like, it does so much damage to a lot of stuff right now, and, like, Rillaboom's not, like, yeah. the most common one. It's, it's a popular mod, but, like... It's not like every team has grassy train on it, yeah. right? Like, it ha- and they can no. still go for stompings, whatever. But, um, I think like it has a place. I think like where it struggles a little bit is that like, it, it is very easily like intimidate spam as well. And like if blocking, like a lot of people want to run it with scarf and stuff like that. I think like people, I think there's like a set they that's can't. out there that is being underutilized that I think people need to figure out because I do think like. Coverage wise, just typing wise, like it obviously same typing as Lando I um has a lot of the same coverage, but you have that other intimidate. I think double intimidate is always something that can be like super good too. So I think that has potential with like Lando Ensign. But again with Ogre Pond Water everywhere, that's one thing that like it can be super useful with the scarf and terror blast. But if you're not picking up that KO, if you get intimidate spammed, yeah, you get Ivy Cudgel, stuff like that, it can be a little tricky. So I think and if you're tearing, then now you're suddenly weak to Raging Bolt that like is something that you want your Lando I to be good at, or your Lando T to be good against. So I think it's a little you bit of a tricky spot, Tara. but I think it is. I think there's something there. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think about the Incinemungus combo that should have been everywhere? That just, I feel like 
is balance. Is that the <laughs> definition of balance being back when those two are just I, running rampant? I wouldn't call it the definition of balance because there's there's a few different ways to look at balance, right? From a different bunch of different perspectives, you can look at it in different ways. But it is definitely a form of balance being back. Absolutely. You just see these two Pokemon and it just buys you. You can buy yourself so many turns with just those two Pokemon. Cycle yes. in, out, take some hits, regenerate health, pollen puff your instant, heal it back up. Pair that with some damage dealers. Start whittling away at your opponent. And all of a sudden, if they don't have that recovery, six turns, seven turns into the game, you're sitting there at like 90% health on everything. And they're sitting there at 30% health on everything. And you still have a flutter. Like and then you just have a Specs Fluttermane in the back. And then they're like, oh, I'm in danger. Right? And it's like, it's one of those, mo it's one of those cores that right now I feel like a lot of the veteran players are realizing how strong it is because we've played with it before. And when we play someone who hasn't really gone up and doesn't have the experience versus Incinemungus, right? You get into this trap where it's like, oh, I'll do a little bit of chip damage here. It'll start chipping away. And like I said before, you get into that end game and it's like, I've really done no damage. I'm seven turns into the game. They've just cycled around on me and I'm absolutely cooked now, right? It it's a little bit of a different play style approaching that mindset because you have to find a way to blow up that core because that instant Dude, movies on its own it. is incredibly, incredibly strong. If you just try to whittle away at it, it's not going to work. You need to find a way to break that core as soon as possible. Now, I'm not saying go crazy aggressive into it, but having an aggressive yeah. mode or having something that can potentially blow one of those two pieces up really takes away a lot of what that core wants to do, which is where I like Lando Eye because you can substitute in front of the Amoongus. Earth Power, of course, does over 50 to the Amoongus, does over, just kills the instant, let's be real, right? Like, it's yep. finding a way to play around it in a way that's not just cycling around it because you find other balance comps and other slower teams especially the gouging fire stuff really struggles with incinemungus because the gouging fire gets intimidated it, you can't really do much to king gambit unless they're opting for a safety goggles build which i have seen some people adapt with doesn't I've seen some of that too just get spored you don't care that you're giving it an intimidate because you know you can fake it out spore it you can parting shot the gouging fire right like you can just sit there if you are not capable of doing damage fast enough, it will overrun you. And that is, it's wild to think about that two passive Pokemon in Incinemungus can just kind of cycle around on you like that, but it uh, it's very strong and it is definitely balanced, but I think it's how you close the core because if I have Incinemungus next to Fluttermane, Shenpao, uh, to you, Flutter, uh, Flutter, I think I said Fluttermane twice, but you get my point. If I put that next to... If you have two Flutters, oh Two no. Fluttermanes, I broke the format, guys. I broke the format. But <laughs> what I'm saying is if you put that next to four Hyper Offense Pokemon, that is a very aggressive, balanced core, if you want to call it that, right? But if you really slow it down all of a sudden and you go instant, Amoongus, Raging Bolt, Fluttermane is still, you're going to need that offense somewhere, maybe an Ogre Pond Water. All of a sudden, that is more traditional. That's more balanced because I have options... I have switch-in pieces, right? And you want to have one or two switch-ins on a proper balance team, kind of to everything, so that you can always have something on the field that resists and maybe something that can switch into it, right? Obviously, that's an ideal world, right? So it really depends on how you close in Cinemungus, but in Cinemungus on its own, really, really strong core for balance. You just kind of need to pair it with the right partners, and it, it's definitely going to be strong. If that... Yeah. I, I, I don't I, know. I... <laughs> I mean, totally agree. Like, Incinemungus are crazy good. I want to bring up another mod that I feel like 
feel like whenever I go to like go in the builder, I feel like I need to put this in because it's just like it feels so good into so many mons right now. And then every time I test it, I'm like, ah, I feel like I I'm just not figuring it out. It's like, but it was like assault vest iron hands is just so good in theory right now like especially with like the raging bull with like just like flutter mains in general yes. like i feel like lando eye is obviously a tricky piece for it and that's not yes. something that's everywhere but like urshifu darks right like iron hands eats it for lunch right Sinor obviously don't like intimidate but like you're winning that 1v1 every single time right with not next when Moon gets just, like, sleep though you have to be a terror grass it's very specific. But, like, we saw Iron Hands. Yeah, no, Iron next, Hands like, was with, fine with, next to uh, Amoongus before, right? So, yeah, I agree I, with I'm Kong. I'm curious, like, what do you think like, holding it back? Tommy, go for it, because I, I do have some ideas that I want to mention, but go for it. So, dude, I used... I, I'm so proud of myself for USPA this season, and I want to take a second to brag about, like... <laughs> I went in and was like, I'm going to try to use a different team every week. And I've used a different team every week and I'm four and one. And it's really cool to see. And um, one of those weeks I brought Iron Hands with a booster attack. And I was Terra Electric and I got seven KOs. And this was very recently. And oh. um, I'm I, it's really good if you think your opponent's going to play something that we were talking about and not have a Land of Y, not have one of those hard counters. And it's really in a weird spot because I think like it's just getting outclassed by the Raging Bolt slot. Like Raging Bolt is the electric type mod on the slot. Like on a lot of the teams that would have had the Assault Vest Iron Hands, they've pivoted to Assault Vest Raging Bolt. There's already a lot of physical damage going on, so adding another physical attacker in the Intimidate Heavy without a clear amulet and then being weak to the Fluttermain if you don't have the Assault Vest. It's hard to cover for everything. You need to have the team built around the Iron Hands almost, which people aren't doing at the moment. Yeah. You know, like if you have an Iron Hands quote-unquote team, who has an Iron Hands team? Yeah. I, I, You know? So that's where I think it really falters right now. That's what I've been seeing, and that's why... How many were in the Tuesday tour last night? That's usually my parameter, because I'm Tommy fucking Tuesday. Sorry to curse. Uh, nine. But So nine of them, and it had a 46 win percentage. Yeah. It's not the best, not the worst, you know? The way I look at it right now is there are, before, Iron Hands was that, I can do everything Pokemon, you know? And we didn't have, going into Regulation F, this is where we really started to get the Incineroars back, right? Like, we didn't get these back, these pieces back before. Raging Bolt, Incineroar, I think, are the two key reasons why Iron yeah. Hands is kind of nowhere. Because what I want to do here is if without, I have an Iron Hands, it feels like I'm trying to roll compress Raging Bolt and Instant into one slot, and I'm doing it very ineffectively because I lose Intimidate because, like, the moment I have an Iron Hands on the field, that's my fake-out piece, right? That's my slow AV fake-out piece, right? Then I then I no longer... I'm basically taking away my ability to have a Raging Bolt, and I'm basically saying if I add an Instant, I become very, very passive, right so it is very difficult to justify in that slot right i'd rather just just have an instant or i'd rather just have a raging bolt right why not have both of them right like it just feels like it's a little bit of a role compression mod right now but you're compressing the wrong roles i don't know how i don't know if that makes sense right like i feel like you need three items i feel like you need the safety goggles you need the clear amulet you need the assault vest right and if you don't have you know you don't have access and it doesn't have an ability that's big too 
right? That's like you're it. sacrificing yeah, I, I, so much to try to use it right now. Before, it was one of the best ways to deal with things because we didn't have better tools. But now that there's yes. better tools, we're kind of, if, I think, trying to force Iron Hands back in still feels just a little bit like I'm doing more work than I necessarily need to be. Now, granted, I don't think it's a bad Pokemon. This Pokemon was dominating regionals for a reason. It is a very good Pokemon. Before before we get those comments in the, in the uh, comment section, being like, uh, Iron Hands is actually amazing still. But... Uh, I'm going to comment Hariyama's better. If you comment that, I'll comment Hariyama's better. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's one of those ones where it's not a bad Pokemon by any means, but there are just, in my opinion, better tools that fare better into the metagame. If I'm going to have a Pokemon that is going to be AV, weak to Fluttermane, why not have an option that's going to allow me to click priority into that and actually get 30% onto yeah. it, right? So if I get some chip damage, all of a sudden it's just dead, right? If I'm going to click fake out, why not just have my fake out user, user also drop Intimidate? You know, it's one of those ones where I'm compressing the instant Raging Bolt slot kind of into one, and it just doesn't feel like I'm gaining anything from having the roll compression. Like, just keep it separated. If I'm going to click a fighting move, why not have it be Urshifu? Right. You know? Yeah. Right. A lot of it feels rolls. like. I, yeah. I feel like we used to try to, like, model the Incineroar roll with two Mons in Arcanine and Iron Hands, and now we have that yes. in one, and we exactly. have a whole extra Mon to use yes. with Raging Bolt. Exactly. So that makes a lot of sense. Exactly. Um,. Okay, cool. But that I'm means that it's to... good still. <laughs> I I mean, we saw the clear amulet set. Like, obviously, we had Nick on, and he used it to get second in Charlotte, right? And it's, it's been good. on a lot of the Blood Moon teams, so it's it's definitely something that I think, like, we've seen it shift to just an offensive piece for yeah. the most part. It's not bad. Close yes. combat. It's not a bad mark. Combat, which is, yes. Which is not bad You need at to pick all, up but... those KOs. You need to get the KOs when yeah. you're using it. Yeah. Okay, so we've been talking a lot about the meta as it is right now, and we've come a long way from the start of Scarlet and Violet, but now I'm going to take us back a little bit. Um, so we're going to be playing our favorite usage, uh, usage stats game, which I feel like we came up with a different name for it, but I forgot it. Um, so that's on me. But um, we're going to be playing the it usage with... stats game without a name. No, not this again. No, we got to throw We got a throwback one this time. I'm excited. I'm excited for the throwback. We got a throwback. So this is going to be Charlotte 2023, so a year ago. And it's going to be day one usage stats. So this was back in series two. So before series we even two, had right? regulations letters. Yeah, this Reg was series B. two. Cool. Um, so just as a reminder for everyone, series two rule set was everything up to, so the regional X plus the, like, um, the, paradox. the paradox months. Paradox months. So um, I will, so I don't remember who's on three play, right? right? What? Oh, one of us needs to look at the rules. I'll I'll volunteer to look at the thing if you haven't already. I have it. I have it pulled up. I have it pulled. Cool. So you it's between pulled up? you Perfect. two. I am the remaining yep. champion. If anybody was any, if anybody was wondering, I did have the crown last time we played this game. So, right, who's won right, the so... most weeks? Who's won the most weeks? Okay. <laughs> I'll uh. So this one I think is gonna be a little bit trickier, hopefully, than the Very. other. So I'm gonna give it to Will Tommy be. as challenger. Yep. I'm gonna let him. Start. Uh, you guys keeping all score right, so at all? Have, as a reminder, we have 12 months. It's going to be, so it's 12 months for day one usage. And you have to guess within the, you get one point for the Mon and one point for guessing within uh, two two points, two percentage points. Um, and it is 2.0. So 
if it's 2.1 off, you do not get the point. Um, and if you miss out on the usage stat number, then your opponent gets a chance to steal. All right, so Tommy, kicking off to you start. Give me Fluttermane. Yep. The queen was number one. You and have give a me usage 55%. Give me 55%. I think that covers 53 to 57. Off to a hot start. 54 and a half percent. Oh, that no. That is two points for Tommy. Can I, can I, I follow know. suit with this? Um, I'm going to go ahead and I, I honestly think that the, the meta was a little bit hyper offense back then. I I am going to say Shen Pao. It wasn't legal. That's a waste to guess. Fair enough. Yeah, ruins weren't legal, so no worries. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take the L. one back. No, 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 I'll take the L. No worries. Yeah, no, that's a wasted guess. That's a wasted guess. That's part of the me. I wrote right, Reg right. B. That's on me. I'll be back to you. Uh, give me Iron Hands. Iron Hands was on the board. Give me thirty-nine percent. Thirty-nine percent is incorrect. But the chance to get yeah, his first point. Iron so Hands, give me 51. 51. We are overshooting here. It is down at 32.5%. What? Where on the list? Number four. So, Flood Main number one, Iron Hands number four. And you said 32? That is three points. 32 and a half. 32, 32 and a half. All right. I will. Uh, right. Shut up, Tommy. <laughs> I'm going to go Iron Bundle. <laughs> Iron Bundle is on the board. There we go. There we go. We're back, baby. All right. Iron Bundle on the board, and I am going to go. I don't think Iron Bundle ever saw, like, top, top tier usage. So I'm going to say around 29% for Iron Bundle. 29% is incorrect. Tommy, the chance to get a big lead here. Oh, I do. I do. I do. So Ryan is two points. I have three. 24%. 24% is incorrect. And you were actually wrong. Iron Bundle was number two with 41.2. Really? So, so top, uh, top tier usage. You said Tommy, 40 you what? Points. I have three rhinos too. I have one point. So was... I only have one point, Tommy. Yeah, it's no, three to one. Bundle. Just Iron Bundle. That's all I got. Oh. What percentage yeah, did you yeah, say? Three to one. Three to one. What percentage was Bundle? It was 41.2%. Point, and so we have the first, the second, the fourth. We don't have the third highest usage mod in Reg B. This is wild. I went right, to Tommy. every freaking Reg B regional I could. I missed Fort Wayne, which was Reg C. I went to every Reg B regional. I got points at a Reg B regional. My first ever points were with Grimmsnarl and Nihilape. I was playing these Pokemon. What was... Um, It's tough. Give me Arcanine, regular Arcanine. Arcanine is on the board. Yep. Okay, so that's four points for me. Give me uh fifteen percent. Fifteen percent is incorrect. Fine with a chance to steal. Oh, was it lower than that? No, Arcanine would have been higher. It was one of the only valuable intimidators. I'm gonna say twenty percent. <laughs> a little bit higher, twenty four point nine percent. At what spot? Number five. That I'm was the sixth. Oh. Slot. Six. Arcat, you said twenty nine percent. One two. No, twenty four point nine. Twenty four point nine. 
Yep. All right, Ryan, back to you. Oh, this is tough. We have four to one. Was right I'm just trying to think if this was this Pokemon's like had it started making the appearance. I know it was in the meta, guys, before anybody yells at me. I know it was in the meta this time. Uh, I'm gonna say Great Tusk. Great Tusk is on the board. Okay. Yeah, it is. Great Tusk is indeed on the board. We're back, baby. Um, I used it at Knoxville. How good was Great Tusk? It was pretty Let, freaking good in my experience. Was it better? Was it higher than hands? I'm trying to debate that right now, too. I really don't know. I'm going to... Uh, there's no shot at the third most used one, is it? I'm going to I'm gonna bite. I'm going to kick myself if I don't. I'm going to say 35%. 34.5% great tusk in the number three. And Ryan is pulling it back. Four to three. Love oh, no. it. So now you have five of the top six so far. We're just missing number five. This is this is getting right, ugly. Back to you. This is tough. This is so tough. <laughs> Give me Murkrow. Murkrow is not on the board. Yeah. I was I think more okay. series one. Alright, Ryan, back to you. With a chance to uh tie the game here. Okay, it was day one. I'm trying to like think of what I prepped for going into Vancouver. But like it's tough. I'm gonna say I think you might get lucky. I'm gonna try and throw a Torkoal onto the mix here. Torkoal is not on the board. Okay. Give me Goldengo. That's a good guess. Goldengo is on the board. Tommy's on oh. five to three. What do we have for usage? Sure. I think it's the seventh most used, which we put it below 24.9. Because I don't think it's the fifth, which we put it above 24.9 and below 32. So I either have to guess 22% or I have to guess... Uh, twenty-seven percent, right? Yeah, that's probably. You know what? Give me twenty-seven. Give me twenty-seven. Twenty-seven is incorrect. Ryan with a chance to steal. I'm gonna drop it. I'm gonna go twenty-two percent. Yeah. Twenty-two percent was also too high. We were Ooh. looking for eighteen point nine percent. What slot was that? The, the eighth slot. Mm. So five right, Ryan, three. Up. Back to Ryan. Oh, this is tough. There's no shot, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Don Dozo. Don Dozo yeah, didn't, didn't think the, so. The top twelve. I didn't think so. I I, I genuinely do not remember Reg B. Give me King Gambit. If, if it, King Gambit is on the board. Tommy pulling it. Okay. I see. So what? Uh, what Again, because I spent way too much money going to regionals last year and having the fucking time of my life. It was so much fun. Sorry about cursing. Um, it was the best, like the best year traveling around the country playing Pokemon. Like, and I'm so happy I did that for myself. But yeah, no, I have this knowledge of Reg B now that I didn't realize was useful for anything, and it hasn't been useful for anything until right now. Um. This is the King Gambit, I'm going to go 7th most used Mon. 
I'm going to guess 23%. 23% is incorrect. I don't think don't King chance. Gambit was that high. I'm actually going to go lower. I'm going to say 16%. 16.6% and it was the 12th most used mod. It snuck on the board, okay. Ryan Ryan keeping uh within shooting distance here. You can tie it up now with uh with this turn. Oh, this is this is so tough. I'm trying to think of like what the trick room setter was. I'm going <sighs> to I'm going to say Armorous. Armourouge is not on the board. Three in a row. I'm, I'm struggling here. Back to Tommy. We're getting in the... We're, we're getting in the real nitty-gritty of it now. This is tough, Gonk. I don't like this. <laughs> so we're missing 9, 10, 11. We're missing 7 and 5. Yeah. 7, 5, 9, yep. 10, 11. Yep. If you guys get back-to-back -back, um, wrong guesses, I'll start to give hints. We have Arcanine for fire type. Yep. What was the grass type? What was the grass type going around these times? Okay. okay. I'm trying to think like that now. Was Amoongus in the game yet? I don't think it was doing its thing. I don't remember now. It wasn't. Oh. This is what tough. Is this is really tough. It wasn't Glamora. It wasn't Chiyu. It wasn't Gontozo. It wasn't Tatsugiri. It wasn't Armorage and Didi. It was Iron Hands. Uh, Palafin. Palafin's on the board. Good one. Good one. Good pull. All right. What do we got for usage? 22%. Incorrect. I, I think in Palafin's right. I think in Palafin's quite a bit higher than that. I think it's actually the one in between Arc and Hands. I'm gonna say twenty seven. It wasn't at the height of its powers yet. Eighteen point five percent. That's tenth? And it was tenth place. So seven to four, Tommy's up. So I need I basically need to kinda of get something here. I gotta get my way back into this game. Um in terms of grass type C there wasn't a lot of grass types going around though. Like, I'm genuinely trying to figure out what was happening because, like, and the thing it is, I'm trying Nurgro. to, huh? Yeah. Who was a tailwind setter? Was my thoughts. Yeah, like, Kong's just sitting there looking. All the people playing at all the people playing at home are like, "Oh, this is so easy. These guys suck." But, like, guys, you don't understand how difficult this actually is, like, on the spot like this. Like... You try. You come up here and try. This oh, is told these guys, tough. like, maybe five minutes before the pod that we were playing this. Yeah. Like, oh, we didn't even get a chance. Yeah, no <laughs> I said, I, I'll think of a Pokemon and ask me yes or no 20 questions. That and then I guessed it immediately and it being Indeedee, so it was... Always... It was <laughs> no, um, I'm going to take a little bit of a curveball here. I don't know if this is right. I'm probably going to get uh, yelled at for this one. I'm going to say Meow Scarada. is not on the board. Yeah. I'm guessing Amoongus. I'll be back to you. Sorry, what was that? Amoongus. 
Amungus is on the board. It, what is in the meta in Reg B? Yeah. This is this is Reg B. I don't I don't remember See, being around in Reg B. I was thinking the Arcanine Palafin and Amungus. That's the core. That was Reg C. Alright, what do we got for you? So one, two, three, four. We're missing five. We're missing seven. We're missing nine. We're missing eleven. I think it's gonna be number five. Which would put it at twenty seven percent. Twenty seven percent is incorrect. Ryan with a chance to steal. I still think it's gonna be number five, but I think it's gonna be higher than twenty seven. I'm gonna go thirty. Thirty is correct. Twenty nine point three percent usage actually. Who's off All by right, point so three? Point three. Point three. <laughs> oh point three. no, Thomas. <laughs> uh what what do we got? Score check? I have eight, eight five. So eight five. five. And we have one, two, three months. Seven, left. nine, eleven. So six total yep. points left. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to like think this one out, but this is tough. Like, I can't keep whiffing. If I keep whiffing, I'm gonna lose. Like, yeah, keep whiffing, please. <laughs> I need to get back in this game right now. Um. It wasn't Tauros. Tauros! <laughs> okay, I'm trying to think of my Vancouver team. King Gambit? Um, Corbinite, no shot. Um, I used Rotom Heat, no shot. Okay, okay, you know what? You know what? I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I'm going to say Annihilate. I'm so uh, good. Aren't I uh, good at this game, cool. guys? Aren't I good at this game? <laughs> I was using Grimshaw Annihilate. Uh... Great Tusk, Murkrow, and I forget the last one. If you get your, uh, tell me, if you get the Mon and the Usage here, you steal the win. I, then, I, yeah, I, I'm very, I, we need the 7th, the 9th, and the 11th. This is tough. Yep. This is tough. This is really, this is really tough. tough. Can, can you give us a hint after my guess? You get it wrong? If you get one wrong, too, then I'll give a hint. Yep. What is yeah, happening? If you can give a hint uh, if they're still relevant or typing. Both of those would be very good hints, I think. Right, Ryan? Or what hints should we ask for? I think a type is fair. I think a type is valid. Or valid to maybe try to spark some memory. Cause like... I'm like looking at the plushies behind you trying to ring my memory. <laughs> <laughs> the plushies behind me. I do not have meta-relevant Pokemon behind me, Tommy. <laughs> I'm like, what steel types? I see Empoleon. What steel types were running around then? It wasn't Iron Treads. Um, it wasn't uh, T-Tar. Was it? No, it wasn't T-Tar. It wasn't Gar Garchomp. No. No shot, Garchomp, right? not on the board. Oh. All right. Uh, okay, so typing, I'll give you, for one of them, uh, flying. Murkrow. Ryan, it's it's back to Ryan. It's in that case, if it's gonna be a flying type, it's gonna I'm gonna say Talonflame. Talonflame is on the board. I was a Tailwind Setter. I couldn't think of and a Fire type. Oh my god. Okay. okay. Now the it, question is where. It's, 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 it's I don't point. think I don't think Conk would have given me the seventh slot or the eleventh slot. 
I think Conk would have gone with the middle ground, giving me the ninth slot here, meaning it's somewhere between 18.5 and 18.9. So I'm going to say 18%. 18.8%. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is <laughs> the ninth most used mod? Yeah. All right. All right. Now I need to type. Right, I need to type. Left. We're back in it. Wait, it was the seventh most used mod? No, it was nine. Nine, nine. yeah. Nine. So we need seventh and eleven. All right, I need a left. typing. Give me a typing. Do I give another hint? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. The other one? I saw another one? Yeah, I need typing. Flying type. Oh. Flying type. That's brutal. That's tough. That That's is brutal. tough. It's not Salamence. It's not Roaring Moon. That is tough. Another flying Definitely type? Definitely not Roaring Moon, considering it's not a flying type. That's not the... not mine. That is tough. That A second flying type? I couldn't come up with one. It's not Murkrow. I couldn't Dragonite? come up with one. Dragonite. No, Dragonite. It is Dragonite. It is Dragonite. Yeah, that's right. Dragonite's right. You're right. Alright, nine seven, and with this usage number, I think that puts it away. If Tommy gets it, he wins. He's got to guess which one the Dragonite is, though. If he gets the usage, 11. he wins. We got this. We got the seven eleven split. <laughs> one of the. So it's either gonna be the eleventh most used one at seventeen percent. If you get this Four. wrong, and Ryan gets the next three points, it's uh. It's over. Wait. The seventh most used mod has a big gap. <laughs> I'm going 21%. 21% is incorrect. Ryan. This is uh, a... <laughs> okay. This is a big... That's okay. So Tommy split the middle on twenty one percent. I don't think that's right. I think it might actually be lower. I am gonna go ahead and say seventeen because if I'm wrong with seventeen, it was obviously the seventh, and that gives me that leaves me open to getting the if I can get the mon right, that leaves me open to winning the game. I'm gonna say seventeen percent on Dragonite. Seventeen percent was also incorrect. Tommy, it was twenty three point. Three percent. I was off by point three again. Point three again. So it is. It stays nine to seven. I There's need the mod. Left. Oh no. And then it's a tie. So I, I'll give you a tiebreaker. Yeah. I guess. I need the mod. A... The thing is, I need to get it. I need to get the mod and the percentage. The percentage will be easy. I just need to get the mod because the percentage is guaranteed. So I literally just need to yeah. somehow come up with the Pokemon. Oh. Is the typing going to give it away? Probably. I don't know, though. It's so far back. Bing. I think <sighs> would probably give it away. Let me see. If I, let me think of a hint that wouldn't immediately give it away. Oh, this is tough. Uh, My hands are sweating. <laughs> I got to get this somehow. I don't like this. Um, okay, I have like maybe a vagish hint that I think that could work. I'll leave it up to Tommy if you if you wanted to give it to me. It's up to Tommy. 
Go for it. I mean, we got to end this. The game can't go on forever. Um, I'm I'm trying to run through this. Like I have ideas in my head, and I'm thinking like Indeedy or maybe a Titar, right? Like I I have these. I said Titar for a second too. That's why I said Garchomp. Ah, uh, just don't know if they actually were enough. Were they around enough? No, they weren't. I feel like it would have had to be though. You know what? I'm sending Titar. Titar. That's correct. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> I guess Garchomp instead back then? So oh, oh Titar, I'm gonna get right. 17% because that's what's gonna fit and in between the, the two. 16.7%. Uh, we have a tie game, so I'm gonna give you guys a tiebreaker question here. <laughs> and it'll be... I know you guys will both have a shot at it. So whoever gets one of these first, and if you... There was, there's two, so... There's two Mons that made the top 12 in day two usage for Charlotte that weren't there in day one. And whoever can get... So if Ryan or Tommy, I'll give you first shot at it. And if you get it right, and then Ryan fumbles the second one, you win. If you guys tie it, then we'll go to, a, I guess, a double tiebreaker. Okay, so um, how's, hold on, hold on. How does this work? So there's two Mons, right, that I'm looking for that yes. made the top 12 in day two that weren't there in day one. Uh -huh. Tommy will get first shot at it. If he says the mon correctly, then you have to you get a turn to a rebuttal. You have to guess the second mon. If Tommy doesn't get it, and you get a mon, then it's over. If no one gets on the first try, then it's pretty much goes back and forth again. First one to get it, and then rebuttal. Okay. Tommy, I'm going the Ascarada. I'm going the Ascarada. Miascrata, not it. You know, I want, I want some rapid fire. Okay, here's the thing. I think Psy Spam was still around. Something had to happen. I'm going Armourouge. Armourouge is on the board. Sableye takes it. That's clutch. Let's go! For giggles. Any any guess for what the second one was? Anyone? Um, I have I have a guess. Because I think... My guess is basically going to be one I already guessed earlier. And I'm going to go ahead and say Dondozo. It was Dondozo. It was Dondozo. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, I knew Armourouge and Dondozo were around. I just didn't realize they weren't yeah. around in the masses yet. They had a very good conversion rate, but I didn't realize they weren't that popular in day one. But they, I guess they were popular in day two. Gaming. Wow, what a come from behind, an overtime victory. We overtime victory, you know what? They call me Mr. Clutch. Awesome. They call me Mr. Clutch. <laughs> Never again, though. This, this, going back in time, this was fun, but it was hell. I see three armorages, four, five, six. <laughs> Tommy goes back and finds it. <laughs> it was, armorage was 10th, Dondoza was 12th. Eight, uh, nine. Okay, they were well, all the 9-5 tables. All the armorages went 9-5. Thank Well, congrats to our reigning champion, our still reigning champion, uh, Sableye. Um, uh, spooky. Well, we're getting oh, to the end here, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, get unmad, because I want you to talk about your Pokemon Pokemon Day week. Yes. Before we all right, I'm not mad anymore. Pokemon, Pokemon Day week. Tommy, what exactly is this weird-named Pokemon Day week? What's going on here? <laughs> So, after the spooky tour, we did the Christmas tour. And the Christmas tour got way bigger than I ever anticipated. Um, I'm so thankful for everyone that was able to make it what it was. 
for everyone that donated to the prize pool, that donated to Toys for Tots. Um, we ended up giving away over $1,100 in prizing and donating $1,000 to Toys for Tots. Oh, no, I think it was over 1000 between everyone that donated. And I was like, oh, my, that, that's insane just for something like we didn't really, like, plan too well. Or, like, I was just like, ah, oh, let's do this thing. Let's have some fun, guys. And who could help me? And to have a 768-person tournament with that much in prizing was nuts yeah. to see. And I was really impressed with everyone that helped me out with the tournaments. And I, I asked them, I said, what can we do? And they said, let's get more people involved. Because Pokemon Day is my birthday. Tuesday is my 30th birthday. And I'm, tur I'm turning 30 on Pokemon Day. And since it was a Tuesday, I said, I'm going to host a tour. How can I make it big? I can't make it bigger than the Christmas tour. Like, the Christmas tour just was an anomaly. Like, I think the holidays had a lot of people off, too. Yep. It was really cool to see. So I reached out to other tournament organizers. And shout out VGC Kingdom, Logan McSilent came up with the idea. They said, what if we do a bunch of tours and have an invitational at the end of the week? And I said, let's sleep on it. I'll get back to you guys. And I took the ball and ran with it. I was like, I love this idea. Let's do it. Let's absolutely do this idea. And we have 17 tournaments planned for... I will Friday. Uh, I will. I will put the schedule down below for you guys. So uh, just to save some uh, effort, because no one's gonna re remember it off you reading them, but you can mention some of the organizers for sure. <laughs> we have you know Pokey Bros, who's hosting the Invitational. We have the return of the Beanie Brawl. We have the Himmy Turner. We have uh, Talon Master J, who's one of my favorite judges, like on my staff too. We have the Wide League. We have the Hatterene series. We have the Spear Pillar. We have Lily of the Valley. We have Zem Tenor. We have Owen State. We have VGC Kingdom. We have Pacoyo Sweaty Saturdays in Korea. We're doing 17 tournaments over three continents. Because uh, we have a couple European tours, a bunch of American tours, uh, Asian time zone tour in Korea. We have, like It's insane to see all these tournament organizers. I can't thank them enough. Shout out Professor Kai, too. We got them. I don't... Did I forget anyone? Probably, but, like, sorry. <laughs> Poland State, if I didn't shout them out yet, too. We got the Lumberry Beatdown. We got, um, just... It's really incredible to see how this all came together. And what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna encourage everyone to donate to the charity by sponsoring your friends. And I think this was a really cool idea that came out of the group chat, too. So, for every round that Master Mark... Moxie Boosted, Neil, uh, Judy, Jacob Scraw, Chuppa, Conkledonk, Sableye, Almost Good Enough Gaming Noah, uh, Katori, any of those people, and, uh, oh, Pengy, Pengy's on my list too, I gotta reach out to Necra, I haven't been, I haven't done that too, I wanna see if Necra's down for this too, and every round they win, I'm gonna donate a dollar to the American Heart Association, and... Let do that. I encourage you to pick a friend and sponsor them this week, and say every round you win in any of these tournaments, I'm going to donate a dollar for. It, if you have the means to donate, of course. And it's just like a fun way to be involved. And it's not going to be a huge donation if they join a couple tours and you have to donate like not, fifteen to twenty. No, no, no. I'm just going to win them all ten and zero, and I'm gonna I'm gonna break Tommy's bank. <laughs> yeah, break my bank. It'd be great for a great cause. So I wouldn't even mind. Um, but like, I'm, I'm really heartwarmed to see how it came together so far. And I, I can't thank the community enough again, cause I love these Tuesday tours, like to see them grow to uh, over a hundred people consistently every week is crazy. Like to see the meta slowing down because of it is crazy. And, um, we're doing $600 in prizing in the invitational for the Nino tour. So it's just like a cool way to give back a fun way to enter the tours. The 1am tour in Korea time zone is probably going to be one of the easiest to get the top eight in. So if anyone's looking at that one, 
you know, let's try to fill up all the tours. Even yeah, if you know what, to- Tommy? You say that, but if the Korean players actually show up to that tournament, yeah. that is not yeah. going to be an easy tournament. <laughs> and then I'm hosting, uh, I'm, I'm co-managing the NPAA with Setsuku and Aldrich Yan. So they're helping run that tour yeah. too. Always fun so to get, always fun to get some like, more draft leagues in. I think team draft league experiences are, are some of the best, yeah. especially if you're just like trying to get into the game. So seeing... Like you have the NPA and now you have the other one as well for those that maybe didn't get the into NPA. the NPA. Just getting team league experience. It's a great way to make friends, great way to get experience as well. I, I strongly support the NPAA. They have such good connections in Asia that there probably are going to be good players in that tournament because of their connections and they're the ones helping run it. Absolutely. So it's like, yeah, sure. it's really cool to see how this came together. And thank you for letting me talk about it. And I can't thank everyone enough if you plan on joining if you donate to the American Heart Association, support any of the tournament organizers, do anything to support, I can't thank you enough. And uh, every sub this month, every gifted sub this month, I'm also donating a dollar for too. So I got to go back and check how many subs and gifted subs I've got on my Twitch channel. But um, I figured that'd be a good thing for birthday month too. And um, yeah, no, I really appreciate you guys. Like everyone who's listening to this and has, again, joined the tours and made the community what it is for me. You know, it's really been special mean that from the bottom of my heart awesome. yeah yeah no please please everyone play in the tours and and donate if you have the means to it's a it's a great yes. cause and an awesome thing that all these tournament organizers are putting together um so super super cool to see that um well and before we wrap donate, up if you don't have the means don't worry about it just like sign up register try to play one time is valuable too you know if you can't play any of them just tweet about it share it with your friends support that way you don't have to donate to support. There's other ways to support, and I want to make that very clear, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, well, before we wrap up, we have a Pokemon Presents next week. I want to get quick, yes. quick hitter. What What do you think is going to happen? Any predictions? Anyone want to start? Uh, mine's more uh, of a... Black gold. Go ahead, go ahead, Tommy. I'll, I'll jump in after. Black gold. Black gold. Black gold. I never played black and white, so I don't know... I, I stopped playing after Ruby Sapphire. Uh, I played Fire Green, and then I never played Gen 4, Gen 5, Gen 6. I played, what was uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire? Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire was Gen 6. That was after Kalos. It was Gen 6? Yeah. So that's when I picked it back up. So I guess, and then I just played casually. So, like, there's a lot of, I, miss, I never played the Heart Gold, Soul Silver. I want a remake of those games selfishly so I could go back and play. I loved Gold, Silver, Crystal. I loved gold and silver specifically are the ones I had. So getting back to Johto is something I really would want to do because I never played hard gold, soul silver. Um, experience black and white for the first time. It's something I'm excited about. You know, if they make a remake of those games, I don't want it. Let's go Johto. I don't want let's go. Is that horrible to admit? Let's no. go sucked. Yeah, I hated I it. I hated See? let's go. I thought like, what, it Tommy, what worse. do you mean? You don't want to click zippity zap 17 times? No, but in all <laughs> seriousness, no, for what it was, Let's Go was not a terrible game, but it, I, I didn't I yeah, didn't well, love it as much. Like I played through it the first time; it was fun. It was meant I, for kids. It wasn't meant for a thirty year old man, and I guess none of these Pokemon games really are <laughs> meant for thirty year old men. But at the end of the day, it's like I was like, "This is not for PGC, right?" And that's yeah. like a big thing about like I want to play. Yeah. But for me, but, I'm gonna. I felt like the competitive scene sucked on there. I'm gonna let my inner child out on this one, though, for my prediction <laughs> here, and what I really want to see is I want to see a new mystery dungeon. And I'm not talking 
like Ooh. a new mystery dungeon like the ones they've made in the past like i miss the mystery dungeon like to me the best mystery dungeon was the explorers of time darkness and sky those three right there sky was probably the the, encom the encompassment of both right but the game like that there was so many options it felt like it was like there were so many different ways that game shaped up in different areas and different ways to explore that end game even after you technically beat the main game that mystery dungeon game just felt like it lived on right like if what if i hear mystery dungeon game? that's the game i remember right like i want either maybe i don't know if i want a remastered version of that or maybe some sort of new pokemon mystery dungeon that can kind of rival that like i want a really good really hyped up version of mystery dungeon that's what i want that's the one where you wake up as a pokemon yes. and it's you and one other pokemon walking yes. around right absolutely okay. that yeah. game is so heat mystery dungeon is one of the best games in the series or in so the I franchise, I, say. I think I played maybe once on my brother's. Tommy, PS. I'm telling you right now, if you have not played Explorers of Sky, find a way to play Explorers of Sky and play it on stream. It'll it'll be great. You'll have a blast. You, you'll I've also played, probably like, cry at the once. end, but that's besides the point. Really? The storyline in Explorers of Sky is one of the best Pokemon-based storylines I have ever played. <laughs> it's it's a really good game. I definitely recommend. <laughs> Um, but I'm going to say something. So I think I don't really, I haven't really followed too much in the past of like previous gens of like when they announced certain yeah. things. So my guess is we're probably going to get more like off, like not a main storyline game or something announcement, but like something like mystery Dungeon, maybe not mystery Dungeon, but like something like that, which is kind of like a, a side game. But what I'm hoping for is a teaser for the next gen and, or a next game. And I think uh, I saw yeah, a yeah, this yeah. I thought was really funny. I thought it was like it was gonna be black and white and to be art style, and I would I would not want that. Like I don't want a remake of like BDSP. Like I want more like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Yes. It was awesome, and like that's like, but it's like a remake of a game with like, tarot mechanic or whatever it is. Like introducing, like the mechanic of this gen cool. into the into the like remake of the next game or something yep. like that. So I think that'd be something that I'd be super excited about. But I I don't know if we'll see something like that. Okay, actually, plot yeah. twist, plot twist. What if, do you guys think there's any world in which instead of announcing a remake or a new gen, they bring Gen 5 back as a DLC? Like, or parts of Gen 5 back as a DLC to Scarlet Violet? That would be crazy. I don't think they ever crazy. will, but that would be would something to money. consider. I think, like, it's too good to, pa like, yeah. The pass up is just having a whole new Ab game. Absolutely. They're yeah. never going to do it, yeah. but it would be very fun. <laughs> yeah. I I would be excited to play Black and White, like a new like remake of it, because then Kinkelder is like immediately in the game, and then I can play with that for the first regulation, and I'd be happy. So <laughs> that's that's what I'm hoping for, selfishly. Wait, how did they move... Uh, did they move competitive to Ruby Sapphire from X and Y? Yes, we, w we played competitive uh, yeah. on Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, yes. So is there a chance that happens again? Yes. What? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. That changes everything then. <laughs> yeah, so. There is a legitimate chance that we could go one restricted format into a second, into a double restricted format, into that taking us to about December, into the potential, if there is a new game or those remakes coming out, that being shifted to the new format in January. And we could be playing oh, on oh. potential black and white 
updated black and white remakes if that's something they choose to do if that's something they choose to put out we could be doing that i didn't realize that was an option no that is an option yes that, may, that makes the most sense why these games are shit and rush because they've been fucking all their time and focusing to that one i hope fucking hope rusty oh, bottle cap rusty <laughs> bottle cap well, well that's our cue that's our cue to wrap up um so Thank you, everyone, for for listening to us. Uh, Ramble, yeah, yeah. as always, for, especially for especially hour, into dead uh, period. Ranting Ranting's yeah, part yeah. of the show. <laughs> that's gonna be like our new show slogan, isn't it, Tommy? Just just because, but but no, I, honestly, guys, even in this down period, right? Like, when there's not a lot of hype going on around Pokemon right now, but all the support has absolutely been incredible on the uh, on the pod. It's it's been wild to see. So thank you, everybody, that has been Absolutely. listening, especially if you made it this far. If you somehow put up with us for this long in the episode, it's wild. We you appreciate really it. We really, truly do. And we love you. Yes. Yeah, we Can't really, that really, really appreciate all the support. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening, as always, and we will catch you again in two weeks. Bye, See everyone. Ya. Love you.